The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to come again. And show you that I win. Your love and mine. All those times I said that I love you. wins for Peyton's Denver Nuggets. LeBron could have been the greatest tight end ever. And DeChambeau bombs him. All on a John Jones arresting, Hooters girl partying, role play Wednesday edition of the program. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are I am? That's right, we did it. We did it, Jake. It's the big show. The, the page has been turned. All eyes on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, you're mine. What it do, baby? Yeah. Jeez, Lamar Jackson. I'm I'm worried about Lamar Jackson. I'm weary. I'm not scared, you know? I'm not superstitious, but I am a little bit stitious. Um, I think, uh, you know, the plan for Lamar Jackson is take him out of the game. If you kill the head, the body will die. Easy work. All work is light work. I'm just joking. That's inappropriate. Can you edit that out of the podcast? Um, I heard that somewhere. Sorry, Greg Williams. I can't <laughs> I can't take that out. My Uncle Greg you got that in my head. Actually, we have audio of my Uncle Greg Williams um, coaching up my team, talking about winning. We were six years old at the time. Do you have that audio? Here's Greg Williams coaching my six-year-old team back in the 80s. You've got to be number one. I won't tolerate any losers in this family. Your intensity is for shit. Win! 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 Okay. Where do we start, Jake? There's two directions where I want to go. Your choice. Nuggets gearing up, turning the corner, uh, big boy basketball now, number one seed overall in the West, 60 wins for the Nuggets. Hey! Yeah. Okay, okay. Or or the Broncos with perhaps the biggest game they've had since Super Bowl 50, turning the corner, um beating a team and maybe taking their powers away in the Ravens and maybe becoming that next kind of elite team in the AFC over the next couple of years. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, that's a very tough decision. I know, I know. Or do we just wait for the Hooters girls and just kind of talk Hooters stuff? Um, Let's talk Nuggets. Okay, I'm in. So this, I think for anyone who expects these Nuggets to kind of run it back and look the same as last year, I think it's different now. I think with... Nikola Jokic, Denver Nuggets NBA basketball player, uh, the league's MVP. You know, they snubbed me for MVP. No, they didn't anymore. They snubbed me for MVP No, award. they didn't. 
That's not true. Um, I think that now the Nuggets are a different kind of animal. And actually, I think they win lots of games without Jamal Murray. And then when Jamal Murray comes back. <sighs> Hammer time. Then it's just like you're adding something. to and, and you know what? I don't think Jamal Murray skips a beat. He said yesterday he's going to come back 100%. He's not going to come back at 85 or 90. There's no rush to come back. There's really no rush to come back. You know, um, teams that are fringe playoff teams who are, you know, uh, fighting for their playoff lives, um, maybe there's a sense of urgency to rush a guy back or get him back sooner than later. Um, It's, you know, it means a lot to make the playoffs. It's a big deal. You know, playoffs. (laughs) I just hope we can win a game. Um, right? But uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You kidding me? So I think 90, I'm sorry. 90 wins would be an NBA record. Um <laughs> There's not 90. I, games there's not yeah, season. I know it. Um I think 60 wins for the Nuggets is right there in sights. 57 wins, franchise record. That's the Iguodala year, George Carl's last year. George, you're the coach of the year and led these bunch of losers to 57 wins somehow. However, you're fired. Damn, imagine that. George probably thinks, and every old guy, buzzer thinks this, that, um, and George is like the, he, I love George Carl. He's the one coach that, like, I ever, ever let me kind of, I ever got close with. You can't get close. I, I was with there with my, with my Shanahan, but so was 50 other dudes. It was hard to be close with Mike Shanahan. He'd make fun of me. And Jim Sakamoto would like, have to help me <laughs> with my stuff, with my articles, with my questions. Um, you got Dan over here with he has a question, Mike. Oh, uh, thank thanks, Jim. Um, hey coach. Um but George Carl was great. When I'd go down to shoot around, it'd be me, Benjamin Hawkman, um, Aaron Lopez, who used to work for Denver Nuggets, Denver uh, Nuggets.com. And like that's it. There'd be like one or two other randoms. Dempsey would be there, and we just chill. Talk, life, love, Italian food. Man, I'll never forget it. Hawkman, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Uh, Aaron Lopez, great dude. Should have never left that game. I think he got in something else. Huge mistake. Um, but uh, George Carl probably thinks he should still be coaching the Denver Nuggets. Should he be? Nah, nah. that's not a real thing, right? No. Why not? Uh, Jerry Sloan was in Utah for a hundred years. It's just not a real thing. Good for you, bud. <laughs> uh, okay. 60 wins, though. I mean, that, what do you think, bro? I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Um, just because Jamal Murray's not going to be in there. Maybe if he was yeah. 100% healthy at the start mm-hmm. of the season, then I could see this starting squad win 60 games. Yeah. But with Jamal being out, um, and you know, we're not going to know what he's going to uh, look now, like fast when he comes start back. For the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic has been empowered. He's like, uh, he's got two infinity gyms right now. You know what I mean? He doesn't have the whole, right. th- yeah, you know what I mean? He's not like, the gauntlet. No, he's not the whole gauntlet yet, but he's got like, he's got like the soul gym and the time gym. Um, if those are things, I have to check with he's some. He's got the MVP gym. 
Let me ask one of the... Hey, dorks! Get one of the dorks from you. The me. all-star gem. Yeah, the, <laughs> he's got the MVP gem, and he's got the first-team All-NBA gem. He doesn't have the championship gem, and he doesn't have the West. He doesn't have the Western Conference championship gem, and he doesn't have the NBA, you know, Finals gem. Those are the last two. Those are the last gem. Well, there's five, but the first one. Uh, he has three gems then. All stars, the first gem. First team All NBA, the second gem. NBA MVP is the third gem. Two gems, he becomes unstoppable. What do you think? I I like it. I love it. Um. I saw. Can the Nuggets win an NBA championship this year? I believe they can. Those old bunch of buzzards, the Lakers. You kidding me? Oh my gosh. They had all the guys there for like seven of them for their like team photo. And they're all standing there. It was like, damn, it was. It was Rondo. It was LeBron, obviously. Anthony Davis. It was Dwight Howard again. It's, um, it's, uh, who else? Damn. Um, who's on that squad? Is Schroeder still in that squad? No. Schroeder's gone. They moved him, huh? Well, he declined their $85 million oh, that's extension. Right. And then he signed some, I think he signed for like uh, a million bucks. Yeah. He's, he's one of the worst deals ever no for, way. for Schroeder. So 60 wins for the Nuggets. 60 wins for the Nuggets is what's on, on the table here. That would take care of, I mean, geez, the empowerment, the 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 buzz, the hype. I mean, the Jazz had a lot of hype. They had some injuries, and they're kind of exposed. They maybe kind of are who we thought they were. But the truth or the truth of the matter is all along this journey, Jake, all along the journey from, you know, uh, drafting Jokic with the uh, Chalupa on the commercial in the second round, uh, the miss on Moutier to drafting Jamal the next year, roll, running it back and rolling the dice again on a on a Jamal Murray who they're you know how good is Jamal Murray? Is he the for, who's the fourth best place uh, fourth best player on his own Kentucky team kind of stuff? Um, and then the progression from playoffs <coughs> to uh, the bubble stuff to. Um, you know, I the, the last year's last year's playoff, you know, mild playoff success to they went to the Western Conference final last year. Or that was in the, the that was in, the bubble. in what, the bubble. They last year they lost in the second round yeah, to, to the, the Suns. Suns. Damn. That's right. Swept. But do you know what the Suns were kind of you know, I still think the Nuggets are rising, and I think this is the year when they really put it all together. This is the, the put it all together year. The then how can they win a championship? Once you get to the Western Conference Finals, it's a Final Four. It's like getting to the AFC, the NFC Championship game. I mean, like the Atlanta Hawks could have really went to the NBA Finals last year. Most of the time, you're like, you kind of know, or it's like you got a powerhouse. Right now, the NBA setup kind of weird. NBA setup with the Lakers, it's not going to happen for these Lakers. They will break down. You know? It's like you spend so much money on a car. It's like, oh, it's a classic. They just can't get it running. So we did this. Then we replaced this. Then we know we did the whole overhaul here. And, the, you know, do you think the Suns- it looks great? The Lakers look great on paper, but you lift up kind of under the hood. It's it's they're It's old. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a couple teams out there that could contend uh, for the Western Conference finals. Like and, the, and the Nuggets are one of them. So I'm going to say the Lakers are there. Um, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Suns and 
maybe the Jazz and Mavericks, but uh, those, that's getting on the fringe side of, of of deep playoff runs. But I think you know those four teams are are very likely to uh, have a chance to make the Western Conference Finals. Do you think the Suns were a flash in the pan? Last I do. Year? I think they're a flash in the pan. They will not come back that same way, shape, or form. They'll win fifty-two games, fifty-two or fifty-one. They'll win fifty-three games ish, and people talk about them as contenders again. Uh, again, Chris Paul is getting older. Okay, Chris Paul is getting older, and uh, LeBron is getting older. Those guys aren't getting younger. This is the decline, guys. These guys are in the decline. LeBron's not in the prime. LeBron's in the decline. It's a pretty spectacular decline. It might be the greatest decline of all time. It might be a championship-worthy decline, but the truth is these guys are in the decline. The Warriors are in the decline. The Warriors aren't back. Everyone's waiting for the war. Hey, Warriors, come out and play. Everyone's waiting for the Warriors to come back. What about the Clippers? I haven't laughed as hard as that since I heard the joke about Christian McCaffrey. Do you have that joke? Gosh. Christian McCaffrey drinks up a grande cup of daily. It's like a supercharger for his ass, and he can run as fast as the Flash. (laughs) (laughs) The Clippers. Bro, Kwai? Broken. Kwai's best days are over. (laughs) That's it. The Nuggets are ascending. The rest of these teams, and they're in decline, bro. Maybe not the Suns. Damn, I just, that was so good. I think the Suns and the Nuggets are going to meet in the Western Conference Finals. Damn, I might have peaked too early. Did we peak too early? Let's go to break. I got to change my shorts. Damn, that was a good segment. 303-831-1340, 303-831-1340, the hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Oh, Jake. Fire photons, Jake. Phew, phew, phew. Phew, 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 phew. Oh, I love this. This is uh, that new band, um, uh, Milky Chance. What is it? Tame Impala. Tame Impala? Never heard of it. Back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Oh, Jake, it's that new one from Milky Chance. Damn it, now. I was rolling the dice if you'd go back there. Uh, this is that new one from um, the Whiny Crybabies. No? Almost. They I Hate My Stepdads? Yeah, you're on the right track. Uh, okay. 21 Pilots. Let's get this. Yes. We're back. Danny Williams. Jake Meyer. 98.1 FM, 303 831 The hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Um, see, the stream numbers picking up here. Calm down, guys. The Hooters girls will be here a little later. Okay, chill out. Perverts. Um, yeah, so we've been pretty spectacular with these picks. Did you three have the over and I had the under? I think so. Damn, I am like red hot against the Hooters girls and you. I'm dominating you guys. Sorry. 
Actually, you guys on have been, the totals. You guys, I, well, we're picking all this. Every, yeah, I know you guys have been really good too. But the, I'm not a great totals picker. We've been like, I think, I don't know. We're I. <laughs> Once you're all in, you're so entrenched and you care. You're like 100. We're 100. I'm 100 percent in on these Broncos right now. The last three or four years, I've been about 35 or 40 percent in. If Nate wasn't paying me tons of money, I wouldn't even. You know what I mean? They'd be doing that. I'm talking about the mammoth and the outlaws and the rapids. Been talking about the Glendale ra- Raptors. Is that how that's the Glendale the Raptors? Raptors? Yeah. Let's go, Jake. I love rugby. Ah, useful, Jake. Useful. Okay. Um, we'll get him in one second here. Uh, let's see. Shout outs. Let's do some shout outs right now to actually at 922 a.m. It's the perfect time to do a little something that we like to call headlines. This is one for the highlight reels. This is one to remember. Headlines, presented by Platte River Mortgage, serving clients with honesty and integrity since 2005. Start your path to a new home or refinance at PlatteRiverMortgage.com. 303-433-9900, 303-433-9900, the number to Platte River Mortgage, Sean Sadie to the best, world class. He calls a smell, uh, himself a small boutique firm, and that's in the way that he will handle you. You and his clients are gonna love you, care about you. It's like one guy all the way through. Um, and a lot of people like like that and appreciate that. Guys like me who are buying like mansions left and right and all this kind of stuff, you appreciate that kind of stuff. So um call him 303-433-9900 and tell him that. I mean, like he he tell him you're my friend. I'm like literally tell him, Oh yeah, well, how do you know him? Uh cousins, he's not gonna like push you on it, I promise. Don't you could tell him, you know that. Uh fine, I'm just a listener. Uh, okay, we're going to do some headlines. Let's bring in our caller, a uh, mayhem icon. It's D.I.A. Burt. Are you, Burt, are you there? Burt? Yeah. Okay, we brought you in on headlines, so we need you to give us a headline. Guess who we just required, Danny? What? Who's we and what does this mean? What are you talking about? The Denver Broncos just required... Dave all the way more. David Moore. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, you like David Moore? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in college down in uh, Oklahoma. Are you being... What? That's where Eastern Central is? Yeah. No. It's it's about 10 minutes away from Will Rogers Airport. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. He was... uh, He was uh, drafted... From the Seattle Seahawks in 2017. He had three good seasons with them. Mm -hmm. He had six touchdowns last year, Burr. He's a nice player, bro. Uh, Do you think that's the reason why they brought out Brett Rippin from the practice squad? Because nobody can throw a Johnny D. Because when this kid's in stride, nobody can hit him or defend him. So oh, do you man. think that's the reason why they brought out Brett Rippin? No, I don't think. I, I, I have a conspiracy theory on the Brett Rippin stuff. I'll tell people about in the next segment. Okay, but Bert, you wait, wait. Good job on the David Moore stuff. He is a nice player. Um, I actually think that he was such a nice player that they would have brought one of their own guys up. They have three receivers on the uh, practice squad. Instead, this guy was out there. They were able to get him, um, and he's going to come in here and play. The truth is, or the truth, this guy could be as good and has the same kind of story 
and career oh, yeah. arc as Tim Patrick, who might oh, not yeah. be a legend around here, Jake. More like a folk, folk hero. hero. Folk hero. So, um, yeah, Did I think Teddy this guy could... hit him? I'm sorry, what? When Ted... Can Teddy Bridgewater hit him when he's at the 10? Oh, the yeah. The Teddy will, uh, you know. Te- listen, so? you don't think that they're going to lo- uh, load up a couple on this guy who people are, you know, um, they're telling, you know, th- that this is the last guy in the field you have to worry about. That they're going to try. <laughs> and really, honestly, they're going to, you know, got Cortland Sutton out there. No fan. This guy's going to have a chance to make a couple, two or three plays that might be difference making plays in the whole game, Bert. I'm telling you, Danny, when this guy goes deep, when Dave Moore goes deep, there's not one defender can, can touch him. I mean, he's gone. It's like, so Johnny Damn, deep. Who, okay. who'd have thought that DIA Burt has some David Moore stuff for us? Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching this guy for a long time, especially when he came out of Oklahoma. I you get bet. the NFL, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Just it. We, we got to go. Great All right. job. Hey, great job today. You guys have a good one. All right, bye. All right, bye. Do you have a little mini headline for us? Uh-oh. Very sad news in the boxing world. I saw this. Manny Pacquiao has officially announced his retirement uh, after, you know, many, many years of great success. He's turned 40. Uh, he's three months shy or one month shy of his 43rd birthday. Yeah. Um, and he's calling, it, he's calling it quits. He's hanging up the gloves. He, 40th birthday? 43rd. Oh, okay. Okay, check this out. While I need you to find, makes me think of Manny Pacquiao singing. Why you pull that up? Um, I wanted to say that the guy is an all-time great. Okay, Manny Pacquiao is an absolute all-time great. Fought everybody. Um, was like lovable. I mean, like a, the baddest dude with the nicest, you know, f- uh, smile in, you know, one of the nicest smiles in boxing history. Probably threw a lot of dudes off with that kind of stuff. But the Pac-Man uh, was an all-time great boxer and an all-time great singer. Sometimes when we touch. 12 world titles for the Pac-Man. Damn. 12 titles? 12 world titles. Or 12, 12 Grammys. Both? <laughs> you ask me if I love you And I talk on my reply I'd rather hurt you honestly Than mislead you with a lie And who am I to judge you On what you say or do We'll let him hit that high one in a minute here. And sometimes when we touch, I've heard worse. The honest thing yeah. better. Manny Pacquiao or Carl Lewis? Manny Pacquiao. I'd say so too. But at the beginning, Carl Lewis is. I wanna hold you till I die. Till we both break down and cry. <laughs> this is on Kimmel, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Not bad. Okay, we want to break on this. 303-831-1340, the hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer on Mile High Sports. Leaves me badly.
Play Wednesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline and the go-fast energy drink text line. So Brett Rippin was brought up to the 53 and maybe simply just a bid to prevent him from going to another team. It could just be as simple as that. So anyone bringing him up to the 53 to uh, trade him? Uh, maybe, possibly. Maybe, possibly. But maybe um, maybe there's a team like the Steelers who inquired on Drew Locke. Oh. Maybe there's a team like, like the Dolphins. Like dolphins can swim. Uh, that called him uh, Locke and said, hey, uh, would give you a fifth. And the Broncos are probably saying, give me a second. Give me a third. We still believe in Locke. I need a second. And we'll, we'll take a third. Let's take a third round pick for Drew Locke. I take it. Oh, me too. In a heartbeat. I, I-, I can be the next Drew Locke with the third round pick, bro. Like, really. And I think... <laughs> And I, I, I personally believe that, um, and I've said this for a long time. I personally time. believe that Brett Rippin is every bit a drop as good at everything that Drew Locke does is Drew Locke. I think Brett Rippin might be better than Drew Locke, <laughs> period. And I think they might think that as well. And I also think, I also personally believe that... Uh, I personally believe that... Um, that they've realized, damn, look at what, how much better Teddy is than these, both these other guys. Definitely than Drew Locke. How could we ever go back to Drew Locke? <laughs> you know, the doofus. <laughs> oh, I'm just joking. Kind of. Uh, you know what I mean? Once you've moved on, like you've moved on. It's like I was sad about it for a little bit after we broke up, but now I'm having sex with this other way sexier chick than you. I'm sorry. So much more peace and clarity without him. So much more sex than with the newer chick than the when we were fighting on all that. You know, right? Everything is better. <laughs> Th- three a, wins? Not a perfect comp. Say three ways? Three wins. Oh, sorry. Wins. Yeah, I'm doing three ways now with this other chick and all that. So You're too boring. Unless you're into a four-way, then you're we're done. You couldn't win any games. <laughs> hey, hold, can you hear this? Can you guys hear that? Yeah. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, so let's see here. Where were we? Uh, Brett Rippon trading Drew Locke to the Steelers. Sure, Dolphins. why not? Trade his ass. Texans. Ooh. Maybe. I mean, who what would a team rather do? Trade a fifth round pick for Brett Rippin or a third round pick for Drew Locke? Probably a fifth rounder for Brett Rippin. I actually, well, while we. You give think, up less to get, I get the maybe the player, same thing. But I think people, there's a perception of Drew Locke still with some upside out there. I and do you know what? There's a Sam Darnold effect now that wasn't a real thing. Until now, Sam Darnold has career has been rejuvenated. Hey, for three weeks, for the time being, that Michael turned someone on to a guy like uh, Drew Locke. Damn. Yeah. 
Yes. Listen, two football, other football, professional football players aren't giving you that. You got Nate Jackson. You got Chad Brown. Chad Brown's been waiting and waiting, probably barely narrowly didn't get the, uh, the Tyler job after Alfred. It could have been Chad Brown and DMAC. That sounds like a nice show. Then he's going to take a 9 to 11 going up against me? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. Jeez. We We're, got. It. I didn't play in the NFL. Oh, Never. check this out really quick. Listeners, uh, maybe new listeners. We were like, well, this guy must have played in the... I'm hearing him. His stuff's so good. He must have played in the NFL. I didn't play in the NFL. There's another Danny Williams, Dan Williams, who used to play for the Broncos. That, see, everyone's been thinking, because of my take, so hot. Hot like fire. Somebody call 911. Shorty fire burning on, on the, the dance floor. floor. Whoa, let's get it, Jake. But no, in fact, I didn't play professional football. But I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I get the NFL. <laughs> that comp. I'm telling Drew Locke's agent. I'm calling around. I'm the next match. Uh, Sam Darnold. Let's go. Minshew's probably. They're calling a Minshew right now. Who's got, you know, who, who has, who had, for one, like people care about them and some kind of fan base and people behind them that are still young enough that, you know, we're like it soured on them. There's like three or four guys in the whole league like that right now. That's why Jacoby Brissett's not a bad option down there for Miami. He's a good option. They're going to, they're going to compete. They're going to be in game still. That's not a big drop off of Tua. Maybe athletically Tua could uh, run circles around Jacoby Brissett, but this ain't, uh, you know, a all-star game weekend uh, competition where the point guards run through the little maze and then pass it through the hole and then do a bounce pass and then make a three at the end. He's probably, Tua would probably kill at that. Jacoby Brissett. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, this is professional football. You know, Jacoby Brissett outside of the injury nice kind of reminds me of Teddy. Teddy. Yes. 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 You know, he's bounced there's, around there's the league. There's a story arc there. There's some. That's a nice little comp. I think Teddy's better. Yes. I think Teddy's better. But Thank actually, you. Jacoby Brissett was, is not a bad option. Could You could do much worse than Jacoby Brissett as a backup. Low-end starter, high-end backup. Truth, you know? So, what else? We got a text, or we got a few texts. Uh, we got one from F. Lewis. He says, is there a difference between old buzzards and geezers? <laughs> what about fogies? Um, buzzards, geezers, or fogies? Is there a difference? When I say buzzards, I usually mean it like I'm saying like old buzzards, but I still have respect. Like I usually refer like old Len Dawson is an old buzzard. I used to think like the Chiefs, I used to make fun of them. Uh, the Chiefs hadn't had a great player since these old buzzards, Len Dawson and Burt Bell had to wheel the, their old bag of, but now I can't say that anymore. You know what I mean? Um, but I have respect for my elders, F. Lewis. But is there a difference between a geezer? I like to say geezer. I wish I said geezer more. These geezers. See, it's fun to say. Say geezer. Geezers. Yeah. See, I like <laughs> it when you say it. Roads. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, fogies. Fogies. I don't go with fogies a lot. Fogies sounds a little not only old but rich as well. Pompous. Fogies. What else for old dude slang? Um, 
Not sure. Yeah. I think that's about it. I think I say, like, I put that old dog down. I've said that a few times. Um, not much left to give to society. Damn. Um, also, I've said, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, old people can still serve a purpose. Um, anyways, let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline. Go fast. Energy drink. Text line. Jake's busy back there. Hit him up on the hotline. Text line. He's doing his thing. Who is this? I never know who it is. I should know? Yeah, you should know. I should know. Can I hear it? Let me hear it. Let's go. Hey. I'm going to have to bring this back in the second hour for the Hooters girls. It's too good. Are you kidding me? Oh, this is a... Uh, slappy, swimmy, swami. Uh, he said it Lupe at the beginning of the song. <laughs> he did? Yeah. He tells me? He told you the name. Does he say it again? Tell me again who he is? Sean Kingston. Oh no, it is Sean Kingston. Somebody call Shorty fire burning on the dance floor. Damn, that's a banger, bro. I want to build my whole day around this song. Should we build my whole day around this song? Yeah. Danny Williams. Jake Meyer. And you guys. My brothers. Back on the other side. Just tell me so I don't embarrass myself. Empire of the Sun. It's nice. We are always running for the thrill of it, thrill of it. Always pushing It's a What I Don't Get Wednesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline, and the go-fast energy drink text line. You saw the John Jones stuff? Yep. Got uh, arrested. They inducted his fight and kind of, you know, in a sense, him into the UFC Hall of Fame over the weekend. It was a big ceremony. It was like one of the biggest days of his life. And uh, reading some more about what happened. You know, he's married. He's his wife. They had a little bit of a domestic thing and uh, maybe a lot of domestic thing. I don't really know, but um, he was arrested. (laughs) And, geez, this guy, uh, what did Dana White say? He cannot go to Vegas. He cannot be in Vegas. But that's the fight capital of the world right there. How are you not going to be able to go to Vegas? I keep hearing and seeing people say, oh, he's the greatest, even though he's, he's still the greatest fighter of all time, but not for me. That's he already ha- passed him by. I mean, not for me. And, you know, he'll fight again. But, like, his best days. I remember um, remember ESPN, the magazine? No. Are you being serious? No. Okay, well, there used to be ESPN, the magazine. Wow, that's funny. And it was big. It was, like, big. big. That was their thing. It was, like, bigger than Sports Illustrated. Like, the size of it. Who the f*** is that guy? That's where, like, the body issue thing came from, you know? Naked bodies. Right. Um, totally sweet. Um, also, um, totally sweet. 
they, you know, there it was, it was kind of a cool magazine, I guess. But you know, was there such thing as magazines anymore? I mean, you know, it's, does Time exist? I don't know if Sports Illustrated still thinks so. Um, what was my point? What was I telling you? Uh, ESPN magazine. Yeah, before uh, that, uh, John Jones. Came yes, yes, I remember a piece in ESPN the magazine that said that John Jones was the next Jordan. Uh, and maybe you know, and do you know what? Like, and that's kind of that take. While at the time people were like, the sport's not even big enough. Conor McGregor is one of the biggest athletes in the whole world. Is he not? Yeah, he is. I think that's what people thought of John Jones. Oh, no, he is. I, th- I think that's what people thought of John Jones and his ascension and what could have been. And that could have been the truth. I mean, like Daniel Cormier is a great fighter. He, you know, do- uh, Jones kind of be- dominated him, you know, um, different weight class. He was training to fight like at 175. Right now, I thought. I don't know if what's up with that now. I got to go look, but uh, not good. When you read the details of the story, too, not good stuff. Uh, and then he was trying to joke, saying he'd fight all the officers at the same time. See what that would look like if he could beat all their asses. He was saying that. Maybe could. Time. Yeah, he probably could, but whatever. <laughs> it's Vegas. So it's what that show with the Vegas cops with the funny show? Reno 911. Reno, <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> It's John Jones. He's all coked up. <laughs> the dude with wears the little shorts, those little short shorts. Okay. Um, what else? Um, the uh, Denver Broncos. You know, we haven't really took a, taken a peek at this Ravens you ready? game quite yet. I'm kind of like avoiding it. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Midweek, it is now scared. Monday, I'm like, three and out. Freaking bring on anybody. Let's do this thing. Now I'm like, um, so if we can hold Lamar under 200 yards rushing, uh, you know, now I'm getting a little nervous. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I didn't say that. I mean, it's only natural for, for the butterflies to start creeping in just because this is the first real test for the Denver Broncos this season. It's not nervous. It got anxiety. Okay. It's medical. I don't know when it's going to come on, okay? It just happens. It's the way God made me. But the Ravens um, go to 3-1, and one, not playing great football with the win. That's what's scary. Um, but also, I think they're not a 3-1 and one team. I think they scraped to 9 or 10 wins. I think they're scraped to 9 or 10 wins. That division of theirs is tough. Even the poop Steelers are going to give them everything that they want. Uh, the Bengals, Bengals aren't a pushover anymore. So just alone you know, there, there's three less wins, probably within their own division than last year. So I think the Broncos have a chance to go in there and beat these Ravens who are have no run game other than Lamar Jackson. And they have to let him loose now, which is a dangerous thing because of all the injuries they've had at the running back position. I think if they lose this game, it's because Mark Andrews, right? Right. Mark Andrews has a huge day is unstoppable. And I mean like a hundred yard, eight or nine catch. This guy's literally cannot be stopped by Broncos defenders kind of day. I don't think that's going to happen actually, because I don't think their receivers are quite good enough. And Lamar Jackson and, you know, the combination of his receivers are good enough to where um, like the threat of those guys leaves Mark Andrews open all day long. 
in the middle of the field in big chunks and, you know, um, one-on-ones with him, which I would think the Broncos have enough defensive talent and kind of scheme to figure him out. However, Travis Kelsey's been unstoppable, too, to these Broncos. and But that's like the old Broncos. That's last year's Broncos. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is... it's This is different. Everything is different now. It just kind of really is. With both teams. You know, the Ravens are clearly not what they were last year. Um, they squeezed by in a couple of victories. So, yeah. And the Broncos, you know, they're 3-0. Last year, they would have lost to some bad teams. Well, here's the thing. I think that if Lamar Jackson rushes for over 100 yards, that the Broncos lose the game. That's the number. And that's kind of easy to say in a lot of ways. But if the Broncos allow Lamar Jackson to rush for 100 yards, you know, he's going to go for 50 or 60. And I think if you can keep him at 50 or 60, it's going to force him to try to, you know, have to throw the ball for over 200 yards in order to move the to move the ball, which then a mistake happens and I think then we play back into Denver's kind of style of ball game and into Denver's hands a little bit. So Lamar Jackson goes for 100 yards, however, um, then he probably throws for 200 yards and, you know, that 300 total yards of offense from him will end up putting him around 30 points. What does that mean for the Broncos offense? I'm not really sure. It's like, you know, we'll talk about that as well. But um, no secret, I don't think, in s- trying to figure out what they're going to do. It's stopping what they're going to do. It's no, it's not going to be, there's no surprise here that Lamar Jackson's going to bootleg you, um, drop back and run up the middle. I mean, like, I'm telling my defensive lineman, you know, I'm keeping one guy right there, a linebacker right there in the middle of the field. You know, what, what do you do? Some guys like spy. You keep a spy on him. Right. Um, there's, geez, Louise. There's I, nobody that can keep up with Lamar, I'd though. I'd give him everything, and I wouldn't, most importantly, and again, these are just words. It's so much easier said than done. I try too early in the first half, contain him. Contain him, contain him. Do not let him loose early. Because then he just builds confidence on, on top of that, and it just allows them to start to, you know, then we're so worried about Lamar Jackson breaking off 17 and 20 five-yard chunks of offense that then they uh, let another running back have a day who, again, they don't got any running backs. They're signing guys off the freaking street. And don't let them then go over. We're so our safeties and corners are so worried about Lamar Jackson running by them that they let one of these loser receivers that they have. Um, I mean, they got some guys. They're not losers. But I think they're not better than our secondary. Right? I'm with you. Their receivers, they're decent. You know, Marquise Brown. Dece? You know, they got some solid some solid talent. Okay. But, you know, these this def- the defensive backs on the Broncos are all world. One hour that's in the books. We got a lot in. That was a good hour. I'm feeling pretty good about that hour. We got the Hooters girls coming in the second hour to hang out with us, make some picks for uh, this Broncos-Ravens. We'll see what they're made of now. It's easy to pick the Broncos to beat these other, you know, chumps. So we'll see who uh, who has the courage to pick against the Broncos in this hour. Um, what else? I want to talk about uh, LeBron said something on the telecast we haven't had a chance to talk about uh, when he was on with Peyton and Eli. But I thought was really cool, something to think about. And then Bryson DeChambeau, second in his group in the long drive contest, bombed a 412-yard drive. 
um, which I'm sure will cost him, you know, some, some kind of injury or derails something that, you know, makes no really sense for this guy to do. I think it's cool. I do think it's cool he's doing it. But, you know, he's one of the best golfers in the world. Just worry about being one of the best golfers in the world, I would think. No? Or is that like a, you know, what do you think? Narrow? No, he'll never be that. Oh, he'll never be that. No. So he might as well long drive it. Might as well. I like that, Jake. You just turned turn me out. Turned. Danny Williams with Jake Meyer. It's my life sports. True.